Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. What is going on, my party people? It's Miranda in the His House for Resolve. And we are going to talk about some very cool things today. So get ready and, you know, probably want to take some notes. So make sure you have something to take notes with. Because today we're going to unload one of the most mind-boggling and useful bio and brain hacks that you guys can use. So I'm going to uncover it and I want to explain to you before we begin why I'm bringing this up now. And I will tell you, it happened at work this month. We're crazy. And I've been working for the past year or so on like developing new habits to make sure that when stressful situations come that I can tackle them head on and move through them with ease. You know, easier said than done. Let me tell you. So the stressful situations hit, right? They came and I was like, okay, I can do this. Like I've been planning for this. I can do this. So I was like, there's no way that all of this work I've been doing won't help me. It won't benefit me in this stressful situation that I'm now in at work. Um, and I was wrong. And the reason is now that I've done my background research, uh, is my default network, my default mode, my autopilot, um, my learned past experiences. When I was in stressful situations in the past, I resorted to that default because my body has has a program created to respond to what was familiar for me in the past, if that makes sense. So in the past experiences, when I was stressed out and overloaded with things, uh, I responded in a certain way. Like maybe I would come home and have a beer to de-stress, or maybe I would stop communicating with people and just start doing and not sh explaining to other people what I was doing. I would just take action without planning, um, doing all those things. And the opposite of what I do now, which is, you know, sit back, plan ahead, share the plan with others, implement the plan, and um, don't respond to stress with alcohol, whatever, stuff like that. Um, and I noticed I fell back into the old habits. And it's because in that past, in that old situation, I, I would respond with the ways that were known to me because they were familiar. And that's what we do. We, we do what's familiar. Our body's like, oh, we have a blueprint for this. When, when this situation arises in externally in life, in my environment, when a certain situation arises, we have blueprints, our, a learned past experience on how to respond to it. So even though I've done all this work on the sidelines preparing for stressful situations, they were in a space of positive, um, non-stressful environments. So I hadn't actually integrated the stress response that I have now into a real life situation. So when I was hit with this overload of stress at work, I resorted to my default network mode from a year ago. And I was not able to actually implement what I had worked on so much. 
And so I was like, I need to figure this out. And I remember I journaled about it. I said, in stressful periods of time, I noticed I resorted back to old habits and completely ditched all of my new good and helpful habits. The ones that would have made dealing with this stressful situation much simpler. In practice, all is well. In action, needs work. Start with love, peace, and respect for myself. Meditate, exercise, drink water, journal, read, work, get ahead, go outside. <laughs> so that was what I told myself like a couple weeks ago when I was just like, why, why am I resorting back to all these old things? Why am I unable to keep up with the new things? So I wrote that down. Um, and then I'm able to reflect on it now and understand where I was. And then I started looking into the autopilot and the, and the, uh, they call it the DMN, the default mode network, right? So all of the things that we have done so many times, like brushing our teeth, driving, brush your hair, whatever, all those things that are so easy, you've done them so many times that your body knows how to do it better than your mind. You, you, you don't have to think about it. It's unconscious. It's easy. And the good thing about having so many unconscious things that we do is that you can be more efficient and more accurate, right? It's, it's like playing a card game. When you first learn the card game, you're slow, you're trying to process it. You're using a different part of your brain because it's new. You have to figure out what type of cards should I be putting down. And, but the, the more confident you get, the more times you repeat the game, the faster you get, the more accurate and the less you have to think about it, right? That's a very simple analogy for how our small habits work and become from being hard and challenging and you have to put a lot of effort into it to easy, efficient, and just slapping down cards like it's no one's business, right? <laughs> so that's essentially what happens. It's, it's an efficient switch from our default network mode. Um, so once we've sufficiently learned it, and that's what happens. And one of the one of the things that um, I wanted to bring up is like when you're about when you reach the age of thirty five, um, ninety five percent of who you are is a memorized set of behaviors, emotional reactions, unconscious habits, and hardwired attitudes and beliefs and perceptions. So we function like a computer program, right? Like. Everything that we do and understand now is based off of a previous experience that we learned from. Um, and the reason that certain people, for example, this for me, this is the stress response and this is what it relates to is, is that the way that we respond and our program is essentially, it's like if it's a keyboard, say you hit enter, um, say you hit like W. When I hit the word W, when I hit letter W, W shows up. It's a program, it's the system, that's what how my brain is hardwired. Everyone has a hardwiring in their brain. Um, and so when you have a routine, like you wake up, you get, outside, you get out of bed on the same side, you go, you brush your teeth, you go, you get your coffee, you go drive to work, you see the same people, you do the same things every day. It's a routine, it's redundant, it's automatic, it's your default network. You don't have to think about it, it just is. Um, and so essentially it's a loss of like your, your free will. It's automatic. You don't, you don't have the control to do it anymore. Your body is hardwired to do it on its own. You, you just know what to do. So you don't, you don't have that freedom. So by challenge, but that's why it's so weird to challenge it and get uncomfortable and put yourself into a new situation. Um, because 
every action, everything that we know, everything that we do is based off of what we've previously learned, right? We just grow from each moment to moment um, through the experiences and every single person, place, uh, thing is tied to a record of the past, right? And everything of the past, each memory, it's like a snapshot, uh, it's linked to an emotion. And emotions, so, so emotions are essentially the end product of a past experience. So that's where our emotions are tied. They're all tied to a memory. And then some are much stronger. <laughs> some emotional reactions can be such strong um, triggers that they create really big memories, like like the really the ones that stand out and actually end up defining certain people. Um, and we can all we all have those memories that we just go back to all the time. So when we recall, when you wake up in the morning, um, and you recall immediately, you think about problems, for example then you're thinking about um, memories, right? Emotions, memories. You're thinking about, you're feeling fear, sadness, anger, pain, right? When you think about problems. Um, and those are all things of the past. So when you wake up and immediately think of problems, then you're thinking about, you're, you're, you're putting yourself in a state of the past, essentially. You're not thinking about current now and future. You're thinking about the past um, and how you think and feel creates your current state of being because thinking about the past will trigger your emotions, right? And your emotional sense of self starts, it, it creates like your reality, like how you feel. Um, I'll get into this more as we go on. How you feel essentially creates who you are and your reality and the way you, you experience things. Like if you're out and you're happy, it's different than if you're out and you're angry, right? So your emotions have a very strong connection to the way that we respond to our environment. And the way we respond to our environment um, creates the memories. And then essentially those memories create our, what, uh, like our, our, our hardwiring. <laughs> so the way that we feel are attached to all the memories and people and places and things. Um, that's what we end up looking back on, reflecting on, and growing from. Uh, so if you start the day with problems, then they, then you're thinking of your familiar past and not your, and it'll become your predictable future as well. It'll become the same, because if you're thinking in the same cycle of the past, you're not allowing yourself to, to create new thoughts. Or emotions or feelings from the future because you just started off your day mentally in the past thinking about past problems right so you don't even allow yourself the space to grow um, and, and create a new future you're living you'll, you'll remain in the same place like you'll be creating the same outcomes because the same feelings and the same thoughts and the same experiences will just create the same results uh, and, and your future is defined by your past and nothing will change in that. And, and doesn't, yeah, you just remain, essentially remain the same. Your autopilot is just to rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, do the same things every day. Um, so if you act, think and feel from your past, yes, you will have the same outcomes. 
Um, and so with trauma, like, like a certain like stressful event or strong emotional reaction to something, um, you, like if something really big happens in your life, you have a very strong emotional reaction to it. And this is where real big memories are like a picture taken, like a snapshot um, with a strong memory linked to, a strong emotion linked to the memory. And it causes your brain to, so it causes your <laughs> long-term memories are created by highly emotional experiences. Um, so you think and you feel in the boundary of those experiences of the past. And you have an emotional reaction to a past experience. The length after that experience that you are feeling that emotion is called a refractory period. So say somebody is in a, and so a short term version of that would be a mood. So something happens at work and then three days go by and you're in a mood still from that thing that happened. Oh, well, well, four days ago, this happened to me and I'm in a mood. Um, and if it goes on for a couple of weeks or months, then that is a temperament. Oh, why is that person so bitter? And oh, well, three months ago, this thing happened to me and I'm, you know, and it's become, this is a temper. And then if this goes on for years, it becomes a personality trait. That person is just that way because that one event was so significant that their refractory period responding to it emotionally lasted to the point where it became a personality trait. Um, so people will continue to recall an event or experience that had a highly emotional reaction because the emotion was so strong, it's just said, hey, pay attention to me because if this happens again, we need to know what to do, which is what happened to me. Right? So something, some emotional stress trigger was just like, pay attention. We've done this before. Like screw all these other things that you've been learning and trying to implement. Let's go back to what worked last time we did this. Um, and so my brain just went to my, to autopilot from a year ago because it's still hardwired, which is teaches me that I still have work to do to make sure that when I do face stressful situations that I'm able to respond appropriately the way that I choose, not automatically, not without, because I, it, it was almost like without my, without my permission, my body just stopped doing all the things that it should do and it went back to what it used to do, the bad habits of my past. And I didn't understand what was happening. I, I literally didn't feel like I was in control, but I was aware of it. I was aware that it was happening and I was paying attention and I was journaling um, on how I was feeling and what was happening and I was confused. And like I say, when you ask yourself questions, your brain searches for the answer. So it took me a little while. It was most of March where I was just confused because all this was happening. I was still getting lots of work done and it's still at a much, <laughs> much superior level than I was, would have been last year. And I'm getting much, more efficient work done, but the small habits like health wise or, um, you know, just spending less time on the things that I need in my spare time and just allowing all of the stressful things to occupy my entire life. That's where the problem was. And so, um, I learned that most of the time we live in a state of stress and survival mode. 
that's just what we do as like human beings. We're in survival mode. And um, we, we, we always assume the worst case. So when, when we think about the future and we think about what could happen, we just automatically think about what the worst case scenario would be so that we can be prepared for it. But it puts us in a state of survival and stress because we're thinking about the worst possible outcome because our, we want to be ready for it. We want to be able to respond appropriately, but it's not a healthy state to be in. Uh, and it's what causes us to, to be so fearful of change and fearful of, you know, what the future could be and why stepping outside of normal and being uncomfortable is so scary because we assume worst case scenario in the end. And so we just never take that step out of our comfort zone. Um, and again, the comfort zone is created from our past experiences. And usually the experiences that we stand out the most for us are the ones of pain and sadness, betrayal, envy, greed, like all of the things that would help us to survive, essentially. That's what our brains do. Uh, that's how we were able to evolve. But now those things just cause a stressful environment that keeps us hostile, keeps us small, and, and afraid to step out of our comfort zone. Um, and, and, and assuming worst case scenario in the future and not being able to step out of that. And so we get into this system of just replaying the past, the hard emotions, the sad emotions um, as a victim and allowing ourselves to just live this repeated cycle because it's familiar, uh, it's safe and it's easy. And so we live in that. But what you can actually do is you can hardwire your own software. <laughs> you can hardwire your hardware. Yeah, that's, that's what I'll say. Um, you, can, you can essentially do this through, through changing that loop, that, that, that feedback loop of cause and effect of, you know, if this happens, then I respond this way. Um, that happens unconsciously in our bodies and our brains. Like, we can actually change that. So what happens is when you have a memory or in a, so you have an emotion tied to all people, places, you have like a network for each person, place and thing in your life. It's how we remember them. Um, and it's tied to an emotion. So when you have an emotional response to something, you, we actually get addicted to it because we live it every single day. So each moment of your day, if you have it, if it's consistent, if you live like the same day every day, then you have emotions that cycle and are spiked consistently throughout the day. So at eight, so at like 5 p.m. I'm, I'm commuting. So whatever emotional state I'm in when I'm in a commute will be every single day at five, I'll, I'll feel that. If every day at 6 p.m. I'm eating, then I'll get hunger hormones, they spike. And you know, so if you do the same things every day, then you have an emotional, um, the chemistry in your body will be the same every single day. And when you step outside of that, so we get addicted to that. Like we get addicted to those chemicals because it's just normal for us. That's, that's our normal. So when you step out of that and you do something different, that's why it seems so weird and scary. Um, and that's why when somebody says, uh, like, at, like I said, at 35, you're, you're about 95% of yourself is already determined. You're already hardwired. Like you, you're set 
yourself up. You know how to exist in the world um, on autopilot. And so when you want to change something, that 5% of your brain wants to tell your body who, who knows the system. It's like, oh, we're just, we're just following the, the autopilot system. Like we're just doing what we're programmed to do. But your brain says, well, I want to lose weight now. Um, so you need to make all these changes in your life, but your body is now more in control than your mind is, uh, because your body's so programmed to do this one thing. So you try to make a big change in your life and your body says, oh no, no, like you can't do that. Um, because that's just not the way that this body works. <laughs> so you're too much like your mom. You can't do that. You're too you know, you, you don't eat that kind of food. And so stuff like this, you, you get that negative self-talk and it just, your body just can, your body's now in control, um, not your mind. Because it, and when I say body, I mean like your, your biological, the chemicals in your body, the way that usually your emotion will trigger the chemical response in your body um, for emotion, right? But now you're so used to doing the same things every day that your body just, naturally produces those hormones so your body is more in control now than your mind is so what you need to do is is do the work to get your mind to be back in control and not your body so that you are able to make changes and actually implement them uh, and the way to do that is through meditating and the reason being because your external world is the trigger for the emotion so when you close your eyes you are physically removing your, your senses from the outside world to now focus on the inside world. And when you have soft music playing, you're further removing yourself from the outside world to any stimulation of emotion externally. And you're focusing again on the inside. And when you tell yourself to sit down and it's 5 p.m. and your hormones, your body's trying to tell your mind you should be stressed out and you're in traffic but you're not, you're sitting there and your eyes are closed and your body's confused, but your mind is in control saying, hey, we're sitting down. And um, every time that you do that, you pull your emotions back into the present because they're trying to go to the past. They're trying to rem remind you of what you were doing yesterday at 5 p.m. You were in traffic. That's what we should, we should, we have all these emotions, but the more that you actually start to sit down and in, and do the meditation where you, you can literally start by just closing your eyes and doing that. You don't have to think about anything except for changing a thought that comes into your head. So if some, if you start to think about traffic or you just start to feel stressed for no reason, using your awareness that that's happening, you just bring yourself back to just think about the seat that you're sitting in. Like, okay, I can literally feel myself sitting in the chair. I'm okay. I, I'm not dead, I'm alive. You know, there's nothing to be stressed about here. And every time that you do that with your brain, you're rewiring it to not respond with that stress, that emotion, that high intense uh, emotional reaction that you've had on repeat for who knows how long. You're actually changing the hardwiring in your brain now. And so in those moments, what you can do now is instead of living in a predictable future that was created from your past, from the experiences that you already know the outcomes to because you've lived it every day. Um, now in this state, you can think about a future, a different future, 
you can actually start to process <laughs> my cat's there meowing you can start to process um what feelings you would like to create instead so using this time using this you can reset your your automatic system to be one that's more optimistic and hopeful and thinking about um instead of thinking like I don't have money and I'm poor and I'll be I'll be happy when I make money you start to say I feel abundant now you you, you use the emotion because your body can't tell the difference between when your eyes are closed your body can't tell the difference between the emotional reaction is it actually happening now or is this from the past because it just it can just it doesn't know the difference your body just responds chemically based off of a thought because the thought triggers an emotion and the emotion triggers the chemical reaction and um and, and the emotions right so when you you use emotions your brain is now telling your body this is how we're going to feel we feel abundant we feel confident we feel loved we feel secure when you start to use your brain to tell your body those things you can quite literally biologically change the chemicals in your body more and more over time to actually feel that way and so rather than waiting for a moment to waiting for a relationship to feel love you feel love now you don't wait for anything externally it starts on the inside so you're doing the opposite and you actually start to create your life of more abundance and more happiness or joy and um less of an autopilot living from the past and so <laughs> these are all of the things that i have come full circle to realize uh a lot of the content most of the content i just spoke about is inspired by dr joe dispenza he's like a neuroscientist and um he's i've posted his videos before because he's just the coolest guy ever and he has some cool meditations that you can actually listen to like eliminating fear um stuff like that but they're weird it seems weird it's so like what the heck is this guy's like chanting but it's i've literally like almost been in tears when doing it because it's literally a sense of liberation and freedom because you're in this autopilot every day doing the same thing seeing the same people doing the same things you're addicted to this emotional response to your own life that you've literally lost your free will but when you actually sit down and disconnect from your external environment and focus on just creating and not being a victim of life in past circumstances but you're in creation mode of you're creating your own life and the feelings that you deserve to feel um you feel liberation and like freedom you actually feel so nice because it's so rare that you get to feel that because usually your body doesn't allow it and it's not that it's your fault it's just that humans are we're so we're so quick to just respond the way that we're used to responding and thinking that every thought we have is correct and you know and so essentially it's just getting out of uh getting out of your own way and like teaching yourself how to how you how you choose now <laughs> to live your life going forward and you can be in control of that you can have more control over that um so yeah sometimes here's another um 
note that I took because I was listening to Joe Dispenza. If you want, I can share the the he did this on a podcast on impact theory with Tom Bilyeu. Um, it's just a great, it's like 30 minutes of pure gold. And he talks about basically all the things that I'm talking about now. But um, I'm going to read this one thing where he says, um, some events are so emotional that someone may not have recovered for years. So biologically, they have not been able to change since that event. Um, the emotions from the experience tend to give the body and the brain a rush of energy and people become addicted to those emotions. Um, so if something could have happened to you like 30 years ago and it was so impactful that you were never able to change since that day. Um, and so you give, they, you, people like that use their problems in their lives to reaffirm their limitation because they need to feel something. So what you do is, is, is um, when, when, when people are asked about an event of the past, they recall all of the emotions of that past event as if it were happening right now. And all the neurochemistry um, is the same. All the chemicals are the same. And you're firing and wiring the same circuit in your brain sending the same emotional signature to your body. So your body is the unconscious mind, um, like the unconscious. It doesn't know the difference between that past experience that you're, that you're creating through emotion and the emotion that you're creating by thought alone. It doesn't know the difference. And so your body is believing that it is living in the same past experience 24 seven and you're living it again and again and again. So those thoughts and those emotions that trigger each other um, become that person's entire state of being in the past. So the hardest part of change is not, is, is doing something different, like driving home a different route, getting out of bed on the other side, brushing your teeth with your other hand. It's just breaking the habit. Um, he actually has a book. That's so funny. He has a book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's a really cool guy. I do recommend everyone should listen to him or like try one of his meditations or get one of any of his books um, because he's he's got a very unique way of looking at life and understanding the way that, um, you know, for so long we're influenced by our past. And if you're not... If you're not living from a vision of the future, then you're living through the memories of the past, essentially. You're just living the same day again and again. Um, so like, yeah, when you're trying something new, your body's hardwired based on your past emotions. Um, so when you're in the unknown and you're trying something new, it just wants to return to your cultivated environment that the mind has been conditioned to be in for years. Um, so your body is your unconscious mind. It sounds like so crazy to, to say it, um, but I hope you guys are following because you might have to listen to it again. You might have to listen to this one again because it is kind of deep and it really makes you think. Um, and one thing that I don't want you guys to do is to take the insight and understanding that, yeah, so I am the way I am because of this event that happened to me 
and don't use that as a way to keep yourself victimized and small as an excuse. Um, use it as, because knowledge is power, but self-knowledge is self-empowering. So use the knowledge that you learn, not to say, oh, it's just part of, I'm just hardwired this way. This is just who I am. Um, so I'm just gonna continue to be like that. But what you should do is use the knowledge and in, in, in actually try to change your outcomes. And you don't have to do a whole bunch of crazy stuff at once because you can if you want. Some people like me, I'm the kind of person to dive in and just do like do a full 180 on my life at any given point. <laughs> because I like to just challenge myself extremely hard things. Um, I like to do those. But sometimes for certain people it's just breaking the small habit. And like if you if you're the kind of person that just doesn't take sick days from work, you just go to work every day because you know that's what you should do. Then I would say take a day off work, stay at home and meditate and feel all the feelings. You're gonna and you're gonna get this rush of emotions and it's gonna be confusing and almost like you're like whoa. But it's your body, your unconscious mind uh, as your body telling your brain this is how we usually feel at this time of day. And then your mind telling your body, not today, today we sit and stay. Uh, we're, we're gonna eat later, don't worry about food. We're going to go to work tomorrow, don't worry about it. You know, right now what we're gonna do is sit here. And your body's like, whoa, I'm not in control anymore. And your mind's like, yeah, I'm in control. And we're creating the future that we deserve now. And we're not gonna live in a vision of the past, experiences from the past that hurt us, we're not gonna do that anymore. We're going to move forward in life. So let's sit here and actually feel the feelings that we deserve, right? Love, I love myself. It's hard for people to say that. I, I'm okay with my body, I like my body, you know? It's okay that I have this really strong personality trait. Other people may find it wrong, but it's not wrong. This is who I am and I'm okay with it. You know, so saying those things and doing those things and giving yourself the space to process it, you know, and take yourself off autopilot, change the, change the network, change your default mode so that your default mode is to be in the present so that you can take those, you, you can use the meditation in the moment to center yourself into the present. And the more that you do that, you get a greater self-awareness of your emotional reaction to things. And then eventually, if you do it over time, then you'll be able to just do that in your day to day. You'll be able to experience the emotion coming and then center yourself. And one of the easiest ways to do this, anybody can do this, um, is to focus on your five senses. What do you feel right now? Like, are you sitting down? Can you feel yourself on the chair? Can you feel your clothes on your body? Do you feel wind blowing by you? What do you feel? What do you hear? Is there air conditioning? Is there wind that you can hear? Is there cars driving by? Is there a cat? Is there conversation happening? Is the radio on? What do you hear? What do you smell? Is there a candle nearby? Is the kitchen, is someone in the kitchen cooking? Is there gas? Do you, like, what do you smell? Um, and what do you taste if there's anything that you can taste? 
and you know what do you see like everything around you what is what is surrounding you uh, and when you do that you center yourself into the present you're not thinking about the past you're not thinking about the future you're in now uh, and it's a really powerful place to be because then you can act you can choose to um, direct your energy now into what needs to be done rather than allowing your automatic autopilot to rule how you feel and govern how you're going to respond because those past experiences with the emotions tied to them from the past will create the same behaviors and those behaviors will create the same reactions and the same reactions will create the same results and then it, all of a sudden you've been living the exact same way for years um, so you want to challenge that so um, yeah <laughs> so when when you give up the emotion in that time in that moment you give that up then your body is now um, not as strong your body isn't as strong as your mind is and I'm not saying for the physical like your muscles you're not gonna get weaker <laughs> but I mean um, the chemical responses of your body so yeah every experience that you have or every person place and thing again has a neurological network in your brain and every experience that you have with every person produces an emotion um, like some people use their boss to reaffirm their addiction to judgment. Some people use their enemies to reaffirm their addiction to hatred. Some people use their friends to reaffirm their addiction to suffering. They need outer world um, experiences to feel something. And so to change is to be greater than your environment. Let's say that again. To change is to be greater than your environment. Um, so, <sighs> sorry, <laughs> take a deep breath. So that's one of the things that I do actually is um, deep breathing to help center yourself um, because that also forces you to, to, to stop focusing on the external and to focus on the internal. Um, oh, look at the shirt I'm wearing too. Don't get too comfortable. That's my from my website. <laughs> you can you can purchase one. Um, it, yeah, that's one of my favorite things. Don't get too comfortable. I have it tattooed on my arm as well. And you know, when you get too comfortable, then you're living in that repeated cycle of every day. Um, but you can break it. You can break that habit. You can break that cycle, and you can take a little bit more control back. And it feels very very liberating and freeing. Um, because you, 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 most of the time people don't know or realize that they're in this constant cycle of just rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Um, but you can use this, this knowing that your body does this, right? It creates a network based off of, um, the way that you respond to things and the way that you act and the, the habits that you have and the everything that's tied to, um, emotional responses, which are chemical responses. Um, you can you can create those. So while you're meditating, you can actually create the emotional response. And again, just like how your body isn't aware that when you're feeling a, like a, when you're recalling a bad memory of the past, your body doesn't understand the difference between that event and the, the fact that your thoughts are creating that feeling now. Your body doesn't know the difference. 
it's the same way when you're meditating. When you think about a future event, um, you can create the emotions that you would like to feel and your body won't know the difference between if that's actually happening or not. So your thoughts can control the way that your body feels and then the way you respond to things. And so that's why tons of people do this. Athletes do this, people who go up on stage, CEOs do this. Um, people do this a lot now. They use meditation to cultivate uh, the feelings that they would like to feel and, um, and, and, and using the meditation to get more control over the way that you respond in life. Uh, it, it's literally scientifically proven to change the wiring in your brain. So I, I talk about meditation a lot, <laughs> but it is really good. And if you want to listen to one that's really good, I would just say, go on YouTube, Dr. Joe Dispenza, some, do one of his meditations. And it's weird and the things he talks about are weird um, because they're new and different. But just because something is different doesn't mean that it's wrong or that you should avoid it, right? Don't get too comfortable. Put yourself in uncomfortable situations and allow yourself to grow from them. Um, and remember that emotions are strongly tied to memory. So when you're having an emotional reaction to something, you can, you can be aware of that and know that this could be a defining moment for you. So, you know, you want to make sure that you respond to it with, um, with a proper emotion <laughs> because it could become part of your hardware. And like some people, certain events that are really traumatizing stick with them to the point where it become, it makes them who they are. Um, it becomes their personality trait. That emotional response lasts so long. It becomes a personality retreat trait. Um, so yeah, that's what I want to talk about is using your awareness of, of your day to day self, um, to change the way that you respond in the future. And, um, <laughs> yeah, you can change that autopilot. And I just think I'm really easy. It's, it's kind of crazy. Like I was going through this month and I was like, why am I, you know, why am I not doing all of these things that I really wish I was doing? And I did, I asked myself that question every day so that I knew my brain was looking for the answer and I got the answer. Um, and rather than allowing, and I, I, even though it was hard and challenging, I would still put myself in the place to do the good habits. Um, maybe I wasn't as involved in them mentally, but I was still physically there doing the things a little bit um, because I know that neurons that fire together wire together. So where your focus goes, energy flows. And so where, where you act intentionally, um, you get the response that you, that you wanted. Um, yeah. But if you just kind of go on autopilot, then you're just going to keep getting the same responses that you were getting yesterday. And you're going to be living in the conditions of the past. So yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to talk about today. Juan says, this is a masterclass. <laughs> Thanks Juan. And Lauren says, Hey, what's good friend. I really enjoy your videos. Very inspiring and factual information. Keep up the work. Keep up the boss work girl. Thanks Lauren. 
I love all of your videos. Thanks, Hanif. Awesome, guys. I really appreciate your comments. Um, I'm glad you guys came by. And I'm glad that I could provide this one for you. I hope you've been listening to the podcast. Um, just finished the week-long segment of all things cool. <laughs> um, that's not at all what it's about. It's about goal setting. And it was from the October videos that I did here. And um, so if you haven't heard the podcast yet, then yeah, go check it out. Listen to that. You can also get them as YouTube videos on the YouTube channel. You can also buy things like this shirt. Oh, um, and I got sweaters, I got shirts, I got all this stuff. And yeah. So again, thank you guys for coming by. Really appreciate you all. And I hope that you begin to harness the power of now to create your future. And uh, seriously, you guys rock. So that's it for today. Thanks for tuning in. Um, ciao for now. Actually, I can't. I almost walked away from this without doing the mantra. And I hope one of you guys would have been like, hey, Miranda, what the heck do you think you're doing not saying the mantra? Hold on, let me just quickly sip some lime water. All right, guys, I want you to stay in motion. By the law of inertia, anything in motion will stay in motion unless acted on by an external force and anything at rest will remain at rest unless acted on by an external force. So if you want to get the ball rolling, then you got to start rolling the ball. Um, stay in gratitude. Be grateful for everything that you do have now so that you may receive more of it. Um, and stay in expansion. Keep learning every day. Keep expanding the mind to learn great things um, and do great things and be consistent. So do those things every day. Do those things every single day so that they have a lasting effect and that you can rewire that brain to have a new automatic network and focus on the goal. Remember, at the end of the day, it's not just about achieving the goal, but it's who you become on the way. So keep good company and enjoy the ride, my friends. Juan says, well, that shirt don't look, don't look good on me. <laughs> oh, because it's a crop top. Well, okay, I cut it. I cut this shirt to be a crop top, so you don't, so when you buy it, it'll be a full length shirt. It won't be cropped. <laughs> I did that myself because that's just how I roll. <laughs> Um, but you can just get the shirt. It'll be normal. It doesn't come like this. So, um, yeah. So thanks for tuning in guys. Have a great rest of your day and ciao for now.